Hello again, listeners, subscribers, and those finding us for the first time. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm your, wait, do we decide host, co-host? I'm your girl, Annie. Welcome to the Oh Toes podcast. You're my girl, Annie. That that works. Or Wait, my girl I mean, or, every, or the world's girl? Uh, right, the world's girl. Yeah. All right. I'm not Top Toes' girl. I mean, I'm Top Toes' like friend and girlfriend, but not like girlfriend. I'm a girl, but you know, no. I'm a girl. Get on your nerves, but I'm your girl. Always got your back. Well, it's glad to. Ha- I'm glad to have you back. Wow, I almost that was almost smooth. If I hadn't tripped over it. Oof. Yeah. But that's what we do. Yeah, I, but you know, if we were like super fucking smooth, no, I don't know that we would be as endearing. Like people would be like, "Those guys are just too perfect and professional for me. I can't follow them." Yeah. Instead, we have the uh, well. We always said this is the podcast about two people bullshitting with each other, and sometimes bullshitting with other people. Yeah, we keep it real. We keep it real. But yeah. But also remember, we are the smart podcast. We're the smart podcast? Do you remember that? I don't remember any- who said that. Remember we were getting like this like series of like emails that was and and uh messages that were saying that we had really interesting topics and and then they kind of put down another podcast who's who shall remain uh, unnamed, and they were like, "Yeah, you guys are the smart podcast." We had this whole. There was a whole episode. We there was an episode with this whole conversation on it. You don't remember that? Oh, vaguely. I just don't. And think then I you remember made fun of, And then you called me out. You're like, "Well, if you say it like that, I don't know that we sound very smart." Because I was like, "We're the smart podcast." <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> okay, now? now now it's clicking with me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Maybe. Okay, so maybe, maybe we should not- go back to being the smart podcast. What happened? <laughs> You know, maybe we should go back to at least remembering that we're the fucking smart podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, I always think that I have a horrible memory ever since. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't know if it's COVID or if it's my old age. Yeah. Uh, or the but fact I feel that like... the Western civilization has been collapsing in the COVID era. So, you know, it's just a lot of stresses on our, our brains. Yeah. So my short-term memory is definitely not what it once was. Um, we've talked about how I'm, I'm generally pretty good with names. Like, they just stick in my mind. I, I make it a point to associate them with something in my personal life so that I can remember that person's name. I feel like it's a very good, um, I don't know, it's a very good thing to do. It's a very good thing to have. So I've always made it a point to remember people's names. So people generally feel uh, important and feel valued you know when we first meet and then we meet for two seconds and then a month two months three months later I see them again and I say hey Joe and they're like wow you remember my name so um but lately it's definitely been a challenge I mean even just keeping up with our podcasting schedule and the days and who's supposed to come on and when has been a real challenge for us so for me for me, I should say. Um, but you did really well keeping track of everything in my absence. So, well, I've started using a little more technology and, uh, you know, hijacked you digitally, which was good. I know, right? That... Normally that would bother me, but I actually really do appreciate that. So, um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for the calendar. I appreciate that. I love our shared notes, by the way. I don't know if this is a thing that friends do or I don't know. I didn't other know podcasters do, do you, but I you were the first that. one to share a note with me. I'm like, oh, you can do that? That's cool. And that now we now we'll sit here, we'll talk on the phone while you're typing in one of our shared notes and I'm watching <laughs> the, the, the typing I'm come across. It's so I, it's you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like old eighties movies interpretation of what the internet is where you saw what the other person was typing real time and including them backing up. That's how shared notes work and it's just so retro tech to me. It's funny. Ooh, like AOL chat. Older. Or Yahoo chat. <laughs> like like um war games with Matthew Broderick. I don't know what that is, but you never saw the movie War Games with Matthew Broderick? No, no. Oh. What year did that what year was that? <laughs> Oh, pardon me. Uh, bless you, bless you. 82, 83? Um, okay, well, I was, you know, young. 
it's just one. It's one of those um, syndicated television afternoon movies, definitely. Oh, and then also, you know, we were we were pretty poor, and we had like the one TV that my mom watched novellas on, and uh, you know, we had like two channels. We didn't have a VCR, uh, and so I like a lot of the earlier eighties movies. I I don't get the the references because I never got to see them. Yeah, you were not. It was more like the child of the brat pack that I am. Yeah, movies like Say Anything and uh, uh, the famous one, the high school one, Breakfast Club. You know, that is so part of what I grew up with. I've never seen Breakfast Club. My God. Um, I've seen Pretty in Pink. Okay. That was pretty 80s. Molly. Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Oh, the one who went on to be in Two and a Half Men. I can't think of his name. John Cryer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ducky Dale. So, yeah. So, I've seen a very few, um, but I've not seen... I mean, of course, I saw Grease. I don't know what year that was, but I've seen Grease. And so, I've I've gotten older. 70s, set in the 50s. Yeah, so I've I've gotten older. As I've gotten older, I've kind of gone back and and watched a few of them. Um, But I just don't have enough time. There's no way that I can sit through... Like, I've seen The Breakfast Club on either Prime or Netflix. I've seen it, the advertised there, and I'm like, I should really watch that because I've never seen that. But I just, I don't know, the thought of sitting for an hour and a half or two watching a movie that I'm going to regret. Like, I did that with A Christmas Story. I've never seen A Christmas Story. Mm. But someone gifted me the lamp, right? The leg. Yep. And so I thought, you know what? I really should watch the movie because I feel like I'm. So a you understand fan. what this lamp's about, right? Yes, and I feel like, and I'm gonna get such, I'm gonna get criticized for this, but I feel like it was like the, like such a waste of my time. Um, I it was a little funny, but I just didn't quite. I don't know. I don't. I didn't enjoy it as much as I would have had I watched it in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, if it if it's not part of your DNA, the way way eighties movies can be. But the other thing, I mean, if we're gonna bring it around to something, so many of those Chris Columbus eighties teen movies, the what what are commonly called the Brat Pack movies, um, when you and Pretty in Pink might be a great example. So you're focused on your the the teenage female character and her love drama is a lot of you know the breakfast club might not be but a lot of them are they they fit in that pretty in pink and 16 candles specifically both molly ringwald and so because you're focusing on this sort of angsty maybe feeling left out teen who's always going to have some major date that she goes on there's always going to be a you know 80s appropriate as far as the level of nudity but getting dressed for the date scene um, hmm. go a little later but it's definitely in the same style as a movie called Adventures in Babysitting the entire opening of that movie is a getting a girl getting dressed for the date or whatever she's supposed to be doing scene uh, and kind of almost in a not a montage but she's dancing around and um, you know like the what's that one movie with the Tom Cruise when he's in the underwear dancing and stuff right Risky Business Risky Business yes although so, that was a little later but still no Risky Business was earlier was it? Yeah, that's an early 80s movie. Cruise is older than the Brat Pack you, a little bit. Hmm. So okay. these films with the with that girl getting ready for the date in the 80s scene, um, you know, obviously you never, you know, it's not until they walk out the front door that they put their shoes on. So there's always that long scene where, you know, forget what the plot's going on. You're just watching the fact that she's getting ready and, you know, I can like just it. picture without any specificity. I can just picture like the camera at the feet in nylons, kind of dancing, you yes, know, exactly. running around. They jump on the bed, they like jump off. They go get their. Yep. Underwear, now you're describing um, the beginning of Adventures in Babysitting almost perfectly. Was that I've never Thompson? seen that. I've not seen that. So. The, the dancing around, singing into the hairbrush, and yeah, it's always a dress yep. and tights. A dress and pantyhose. Yeah, I think in Pretty in Pink, she's actually got bright pink tights on. Um, you know, and that that's part of our formative years for people my age and close to my age. Um, funny as I'm think as we're talking about it, the very beginning of V for Vendetta, completely different kind of movie. 
but they do the side by side of Natalie Portman's character and V and the V character getting ready for what they're about to do that night. And the very culmination that indicates that she's ready and ready to go is you watch her step into her shoes. Okay. I've seen that, but I don't remember that scene, but yeah, I've seen that movie as well. Hey, you know what? We um, totally didn't get into what we were going to get into. We got into something completely different, but it just reminded me that we have not done another movies feet in movies. Uh, yeah, a feed on film would be on three or four. Three, I want to say three. Three, yeah. I feel like we've done more than we have. Well, because we also did like TV, like yeah. TV on TV, I think. Yeah. Well, we really need to do that. I think we should focus more on like newer movies because I have been seeing a lot of that lately. I think the problem a is lot. I haven't seen any newer movies. I've, I'm one of those people post-COVID who does not go to the movie theater anymore it just well, it's I mean, not that i'm afraid to. it thrones, seems pointless right? now. Hmm? i'm sorry um we talked about game of thrones right so that was kind of a newer thing yeah i mean we had a whole episode on that but and i'm sorry i interrupted you with the whole movie theater oh i just i, I do not see that the movie theater is worth my time energy and and money 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 yeah um you know what the last thing i saw in the movie theater was they had the anniversary re-release of Return of the Jedi, so I went back 40 years later to see it on the big screen again. A movie uh, I've seen a hundred times or more. I, I'm trying to think of the last thing that I saw in the movie theater, and it must have been uh, like one of the Avenger-type movies. It was Spider-Man, or the last Spider-Man. I don't know. The, but it the animated or the last live-action? The, the one it with... Was, I definitely have not gone back since, you know, 2019. So this must have been in 2018. Okay. Um, I, the, I, the one that kind of focuses on him and Doctor Strange. I think that's called No Way Home. I don't know. They, they make the titles. They do what we do. They, they make the titles a fun related thing, but it makes them confusing to remember which one's which when it's this home, that home, and the other home. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely one. It was definitely one of those. Um, I have a, a f- almost five-year-old and he does not do well with um, dark and loud sounds. So we just don't go to the theater. Mm-hmm. But but I remember the last time that we did, I remember being completely grossed out by the seats. And it was a nice one. Like it had a draft house in it and everything. But I remember being completely grossed out to the point where I didn't want to take my shoes off and put my feet on the on the seat in front of me. And I always do that, right? Bringing it right back around. Yeah. I always take off my my shoes in the theater and put my feet up. So I try to sit at a place where there's not going to be someone directly in front of me so I don't have to put my feet on their head. Yeah, I know the, I know the spot. There's the 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 area where there's sort of you're at the mezzanine. You've got the bar in front of you instead of a row of seats. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, that's a great view because you got nobody's head in the way. Also, people can see my feet. Yeah, and all Just eight like... rows above you. <laughs> <laughs> Almost so, um... all of our theaters out here have gone over to those uh, recliners, which were really great and kitschy when they first came up with the idea, and now they're just getting bad. And yeah, you're reclining, and you hear the sound of your flesh and the, the faux leather going... <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. I will say theaters stink like feet. They fucking smell like feet. And... For most people, that's a terrible thing. For me, it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing because I don't want to smell. I want to know whose feet I'm smelling if I'm smelling feet. So I don't want an entire room, you know, smelling like massive amounts of gross men's feet. So, um, but yeah, so uh, uh, theaters are definitely not something that we do anymore. And I'm afraid that that's just going to kind of put them out of business. I think it is. Uh, I think everybody's got a good sized TV in their house. Uh, everything comes to streaming. We we get angry when something is like three, four weeks before it comes to streaming. When when something post COVID is only in theaters, we're like, "What the fuck is that? You you right. want this movie to die?" <laughs> yeah. But also, I mean, I just I'm all about comfort these days. At this stage of my life. I don't want to be dressed up in a movie theater. I want to be in my pajamas. 
I want to be barefoot. I want to have an inexpensive alcoholic beverage in my hand. I don't want $15 popcorn on my lap. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to be comfortable. And you're right. We have very large TVs that, with great surround sound system, that we almost don't need theaters anymore. So if and we you go... Picked, if, you picked your couch, so your seat is comfortable and in the correct direct distance Oh, my gosh. You have not seen my new couches, because, you know, we've got them after yeah. I came to visit. You, but they were an extremely expensive. I invested a lot. And they like got the recliner thing where you pull it out if you want to. But my couches are so, my sofas are so oversized. And it's not just because I'm short. Um, but the um, the seat, like the end of the seat is at my ankles. Oh, so if you scooch back, your feet are just dangling anyway. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. I love it. All right. So 16 minutes into our foot fetish podcast, we're talking about movies. Well, and this we were is talking not the about feet on movies film. for a bit. <laughs> we were talking um, about, you know, this is this is the big catch-up episode because, um, yeah, there was no episode last week. Uh, the week before, I well, I didn't solo. I'm uh, definitely more of a guest host situation. Uh, so it's it's been a hot minute since you and I have talked. Yeah, so we have a lot to kind of catch up on, and let me just say. I, I missed you, my friend. Uh, me too. And you know uh, all that was kind of going on um, in the background of my life. So nothing dramatic, guys. I'm doing well. Thank you for, for those of you that, that check on me regularly. Uh, I just had a really big family event that I was in charge of planning. And it was, you know, last weekend. Thank goodness it's over. Um, all the people that came to visit from California, I had Ohio, I had Louisiana, I, I mean, just from everywhere that came to visit. Um, all of our homes here were full of people. It was just a crazy, crazy mess. And I just had no privacy. So no, no creating new content, no custom videos, nothing fetishy. My poor sex life has been suffering for the last month. And I, um, and in all of that mess, I just want to say, and I wanted to thank you publicly. Um, there was a like moment where you, a time when you sent just a quick telegram message and you said, like, I know shit is crazy right now. I know life is crazy right now, but if you want to talk like non crazy, whatever's going on in your life, like just message me or whatever. I, I, I can't even the, remember I what message, it was. And I said, if you just need to talk to somebody who's not related to you and didn't travel a hundred miles to see you right now, I'm here. Oh my gosh. Okay. But see in that one line, all that I took from that was a breath of fresh air, not related to all the shit that was happening in my life right now. So and I know I was like, that that's a great idea. And I had every intention of calling you, but uh, I just, you know, I it just, no worries. I just wanted, but to, sure I just wanted to say, invitation was open. but I just wanted to say that it had the effect that I absolutely 100% needed at that time. It was like, I can't even explain it. And I feel like super crazy girl emotional about it, but I can't even explain it. It was exactly what I needed at that time. Just an option to say, like, if you need to not talk this, like, we can talk this or, you know, whatever. And so it was fucking perfect. It was fantastic. And I thank you for that so much. It was it was perfect. Thank you. Well, you're quite but, welcome. But I'm so, glad I know, had... so that's how come I know that I missed you. And uh, I had a chance to uh, listen to... Um, Lady Citra and your episode and I haven't officially thanked her like I know I posted some stuff in my stories but I haven't officially thanked her for filling in she was fantastic I absolutely adore that woman and the whole time you guys were talking I wanted to chime in <laughs> though like I even took like little notes I was like oh, I gotta remember to to you know message her about this or message her about that um and so I kind of have a feeling I know what our fans kind of go through and that was pretty cool. And then also it had, a, I had a chance to like, I don't know. It was, it was just, it was just really cool to listen to. I really appreciated that. Um, so, but one of the things that I did want to talk about, and this is like the most important thing of all 
is that uh, I want to spank her. (laughs) (laughs) For skipping some episodes of the Odo's Toes podcast. (laughs) Well, yeah, that was, uh, and that was said after I put my foot in it because what I needed to say was, I don't top, there is no top toes YouTube presence. Like, it's not a platform I'm on. So, Top Toes does not <coughs> follow Citra because there's no way to. Like, I don't have an account on that platform. Oh, you mean on her YouTube channel? On her YouTube, yeah. The podcast follows her, but the podcast isn't me. So, the answer was like, yeah, we're following you, but I don't know what you're doing recently because I haven't popped in myself. And that was from Melissa. Right. And okay. instead, I'm like, yeah, I don't subscribe to you. <laughs> completely wrong <laughs> and it's not true I whatever mean, okay, the presence but... I have on YouTube is is our podcast YouTube and we do subscribe simply I hadn't like she hasn't listened to the podcast in a bit I hadn't li- seen her YouTube in a bit and I was trying to say so what have you been doing new since the last time I did and, you know I just stuck my foot in it <laughs> all right but but, you know, just to back up a little, you know, I was just saying that I want to spank her because I really want to spank her, not for any listening or not listening issues. I just was like, holy shit. She just said she just said that we could spank her. Like, I want to be there. I want to be the one to spank her. Offer accepted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Lady Citra, if you're listening, I will gladly spank you in your beautiful hosed ass. <laughs> But yes, you're you're absolutely right. We follow her. I mean, ever since we met her, right? Because I met her, you know, virtually through you. Yeah, and um, I had at that point been to her YouTube and and viewed some videos. Um, I mean, I didn't yeah, hit the she's subscribe hot. button was... because we were talking about my vanilla identity, and I just didn't, you know, wasn't subscribing to that from there. Right. Yeah. But um. But yeah. I mean, she was. She's. I mean, she is definitely fetish friendly, and she is. Um, she's just hot. The girl's just hot. Um, but yeah, we follow her from the uh, from the moment we had a YouTube channel. We've been following her, and I and I do watch her stuff. That nylon, her nylons rock channel is really entertaining. She and you guys were talking about how we have to kind of hide behind what we're doing, right? Just like my Instagram is a baking page, right? And I have to find some way to sneak my feet in there. Um, she does it with like dates and things like that. Like she'll just go, oh, we're going to go check out this restaurant. And then it shows her like getting ready and just her nylon feet and her nylon thighs and this little upskirt shot. And she's fucking great at it. But, um, but yeah, I, I have a YouTube channel that I don't post anything on. Like it's, I want to say it's any cutie toes, but I don't post anything on there. And I don't necessarily follow anyone from there either. I don't think. Just when you want to check, when you want to follow yes. the link, that's the identity you follow the link. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I should probably do something like that. I, you know, it's not like I don't have Gmail accounts and YouTube I, and Gmail I mean, is the same these days. I mean, you really don't have to. You have the All Those Toes yeah. YouTube channel. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so getting, you guys were talking about getting monetized on YouTube. And uh, as you know, uh, our last guest, Erica. Was she Alaska's before Citra? Um, she has a, a started a YouTube channel, and then I've got a couple of other nylon uh, fashion nylon models that I follow, and they had been monetized for such a long time. And like Jay Chronicles um, has a huge like millions of followers on her YouTube channel, and then from one day to the next, she was demonetized for no specific reason other than I, I want to say it was men or men, women, people making sexual fetish type comments in the comments, in the comment section, well, because it, it, either that or they're like, they're like changing their, you know, their guidelines because she's been on there for years. People have been on there for years that are monetized that just do kind of nylon and fashion type reviews. Yeah. And there's no like zooming into the feet, you know, there's no, um, zooming into the ass like there's none of that like sometimes they're in bathing suits or like leotards like they're working out in their nylons and things like that but it's never i don't know they're just really careful about that and then all of a sudden like it's not okay and so what is the 
what's the issue there? I'm going to say it's people making comments, sexual comments. Probably so. But here's what I kind of took away from it. I think I, other people kind of confirmed this. I don't know it. It's not clear in YouTube's policies. But basically, since every one of our episodes gets tagged explicit because we wanted to, they're 18 plus because we want to, because the moment we didn't do it once, they automatically did anyway. They don't monetize 18. Even if our channel got monetized, not a single one of our episodes would because they're 18 plus. And here I'm going to go on the record. I'm going to make an executive decision live on the show without your say so, but I know you're going to agree with me. I want to say fuck more than I want to um, get money from Cheetos. <laughs> so fuck, we're not going to be monetized on YouTube. We're never going oh gosh, to I'm run joking, this- I'm joking. <laughs> We're never going to run this show without the explicit label. We have to because we want to be able to talk frankly about sexual things. It's the nature of the show. Can you imagine how much censoring we would have to do if we have to watch our language? I mean, (laughs) I'd say fucking fuckity fuck every other word. I, there's no way. But that being said, YouTube, if you're listening... Why don't you solicit a couple advertisers who are willing to put their stamp on 18 plus content? It comes back to Taco Bell like it always does. If Taco Bell can do their entire national marketing on stoners, even before marijuana was legal in most places, they can sponsor a podcast that says fuck. There's plenty of companies out there whose identity can survive a fuck or two. So you were were talking about, um, you know, like adults. Yeah, Adam uh, you know, wanting to advertise or whatever, like they absolutely would, but they don't, they just don't want that on YouTube. Yeah. But, you know, but you're telling me also that a, a, a pantyhose line like Leg Avenue, who's mostly cosplay, like that's the point. They're not fa- for fashion or for any. Oh, like, they started off mostly right? stripper and I think of uh, yeah. slightly Libra. So but yeah. Why wouldn't Leg Avenue want to advertise on a slightly fetishy show about? you know legs and feet and nylons oh they'd be perfect i mean they sell their shit in in all of the sex shops so so any nylon any lingerie anything i mean why yeah frederick's of hollywood right right so why wouldn't like victoria's secret or frederick's of hollywood want to advertise on a show that talks about sex and nylons i mean come on i don't know maybe we just got to get to satellite radio maybe we do anyway okay so the the point of our YouTube is, or the point of this is that we are not going to be monetized on YouTube because like you and Citra said, you have to be, you can't be explicit or, you know, you have to be, um, you can't and be 18 and over. Uh, we have so... to be 18 and over to be able to keep this show on the air for you to listen to it. So the fact that we want to be listened to is more important than making a few bucks off of uh, Mountain Dew. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, so um, why don't we take a break? Hear who our current sponsor is, if any, and uh, we'll be back in uh, thirty seconds or less. All right. Welcome back after that very very brief pause. So I was thinking. Um, I don't think that we actually can ever really finish our pantyhose slash nylon lock. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be nylon month, you know, but. And then, yeah, then it got out to two straddled three months. And yeah, how do we, how do we close it? Because we know that we have some nylon things to talk about in the near future. So it's like, yeah, we, we, we opened Pandora's box of pantyhose. (laughs) I mean, we really did, but it's so, adjacent i mean i don't know of a single now on the male side the the men who love to worship feet i do see a lot of like oh i don't want nylons i don't want socks i don't want anything covering the toes the soles the feet but i'm going to say that the majority of people that are involved with foot fetish inevitably get involved with nylons because it's they get to peak. It's the same idea behind a, you know, a Cinderella shoe, like a clear mm-hmm. or jelly shoe. You get that tease. You know, it's like having a net bikini, like where the nipples show slightly. So you don't 
get to see the whole nipple, but you get to see the tease of it. So that's kind of what nylons are. So can we realistically say we are never going to talk about nylons or that we're done talking about nylons? Absolutely not. Probably not. But I think definitely our focus in bringing in guests that are into nylon fetish is 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 over <laughs> with with one exception with, for for rescheduled idea so right i mean we we did want to bring in um the host of the sheer thoughts uh uh podcast which is a new podcast by chucks and sunny sony sony panda um so we definitely want to have them on at some point again or chuck again um, and then Chucks is also supposed to talk to us about nylon encasement, which I did a little bit, just very tiny amounts of, of research. And nylon fetish and nylon encasement are completely different. They don't, I mean, the act itself is different, obviously, but I'm talking about in fetish terms. Like people who are nylon fetishists are not necessarily into encasement. I think encasement is more bondage. Yeah, I, I'm, so. I would agree with you. It's um, also, I think that, you know, when one talks <coughs> about nylon and pantyhose fetish and panty, nylon and pantyhose fetishists, they're like me, people who enjoy nylon on their partners and whatever, all the ways you can enjoy it people whose fetish is encasement, even if it's nylon encasement, the fetish is about their wearing. It, it's subject object. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that, I think that to me is the, right. the, probably the exact reason why I, every time encasement comes up, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see the, the appeal because I think in some way the nylon encasement fetish is not for me, the viewer, it's for them, the wearer. Okay. So as a way to wrap up our nylon block, sort of, um would you say okay say your partner is in full pantyhose um do you prefer the matte look or the shiny look hmm. and then i have a, a follow-up question i appreciate both i think in the overall the well, I'm going to just say there's something very specific I like about the matte look when somebody has got a good pair that is an appropriate skin tone from, for them and you look at them from a distance and you have to guess. You're not sure. It's so much of a tease that you're like, do they have a nice tan or are they wearing hose? God, I need to find out. I love that. I love that. Um, and... If they're wearing full-length pantyhose, do you prefer panties on or panties off? Um, not something that for the sake of my fetish with nylons, because it does definitely tie in and is more specific to feet, doesn't so much matter. And I think we had a conversation about tearing pantyhose, and it's not something I tend to do. So, you know, if there's going to be sexual activity the pantyhose are going to end up just coming off and therefore pennies will come off with it so it's not such a huge issue i would just leave that to my partner what's more comfortable for them but i will say if by chance there's a pair of like you know seamless completely uh, seamless sheer whatever you want to call it god that's something that pops into my head about the other podcast we were talking about they do actually recent clip i heard they were talking about the the answer to what what is truly seamless so if you've got the actual, like, no gusset, no seams in the crotch area, beautiful, that, sure, please don't wear panties under. I, I want to be able to feel every, um, every contour. So I never even thought, see, oh my gosh, so many things to talk about panties. I never even thought about the gusset because you're right. If you're, even if you're not wearing panties, if you're wearing a pair that has the gusset, then it's still covering anyway. Yeah. And if you're, right? if you are say, playing around down there. Um, then you're kind of like pushing a seam into them. That's, yeah, that's... it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. If we're if we've got what I would consider, and I'm going to listen to that episode later and get their opinions on what they consider truly seamless. But if they've got if you've got what I would consider a truly seamless pair of pantyhose, then yeah, don't ruin that seamless 
ness with a pair of panties underneath because then I do really want to uh, explore tactically. Right. Yes. All right. So I, as wearer, I definitely think panties uh, underneath are much more comfortable for me. Uh, but visually, but it has to be like a, like I tend to wear boy shorts a lot. And so if I put a pantyhose over it, it just ends up like pulling it up or riding one side. Like I can never get it quite even. Yeah. So if I'm wearing pantyhose, I end up having to wear um, kind of smaller, lacier underwear because Closer I feel like to it a looks. Bikini cut. Yeah. Yes. And it and lacy, it just looks so much better. But what that I is have true. Learned... now, if the pantyhose are sheer, and the the lingerie, especially if it's if we're talking like a match lingerie set, or even if we're not, if we're talking about a pair of panties that is lacy, and now you're you're doing exactly what pantyhose do, which is it's the tease. I can. I'm not mm-hmm. looking directly at your lacy underwear, but I can see them underneath and yes. I can see that there's something about it. I can't see it. We'll get to see later. Right. Yes. Yeah. But what I've discovered is that I like, uh, so as a wearer, just a kind of everyday wear, I prefer wearing not shiny, just regular black, white, nude, whatever patterned um, nylons or tights. But if I'm, you know, kind of in a fetishy mood, if I'm in a sexy mood, I want to wear shiny and I don't want to wear panties underneath. Um, I just kind of like the look of like the ass kind of tightened by the shiny. And, I like, and then and then the shine, the, sh- the, the sheen like emphasizes curves. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that, yes. that reflective shine just traces and enhances every curve. Right. So uh, this nylon block has helped me discover that. I, When it comes to sexy time, I want really shiny, pantyless nylons on. And when it comes for to everyday wear and fashion, I want a more milder look. Uh, matter more matter. as you're saying these things i am hearing the voices of our guests from this past uh month and a half two months giving me the names where like yeah if you want those that shiny thing that's when you're going to platino and serve and now i'm i'm familiar with shall we call it the consumer aspect of it that maybe i was never right yes yeah oh look at us we're learning we hey, <laughs> we do not ever claim to know it all and, uh, you know, part of being the smart, the smart podcast is being the podcast that's willing to learn things. Absolutely. Willing to say if you don't know everything, please bring on people who know more about this topic than us. Absolutely. I, I, I love that we are not that arrogant uh, to think that we know it all. We do like to say we're experts on a lot of things, but I think, you know, I think everyone knows that we're just kind of. We've been come kind of to, you know, we've been come to as experts. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, from people in different avenues of the kink world. And I think we um, we have grown a reputation, maybe not inside the foot fetish community, but outside the foot fetish community as people you can go to for intelligent answers on intelligent questions when people from other kinks are looking for their information about feet. And we had a recent, very, very recent experience. We were asked to uh, answer some questions for somebody doing some research for something. We'll uh, we'll promote that. Oh one yeah, to we definitely need to to get back on that. But I love that. I love that um, um, people can come to us and we can and and if we don't have the answer, we will have a guest on that will find it for us. So uh, I definitely want to have that encasement episode with Chucks at some point because I think that is a fetish I know nothing about other than I think visually it's striking. Um, and, uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I don't like so the, um, the full face, like that's the where I'm having face kind of scares that's... me. Like and it reminds me of home alone guys trying yeah, to break it's, into my it's house. It's bank robber. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't translate as sexy to me. That's, that's my own. I don't want to. And I, I heard the phrase again recently <laughs> and I forgot it and I do love it. I don't want to yuck your yum or please don't yuck my yum. Okay. It's an yeah. older expression for kink shaming. Right. You know, yes. That's a yeah. thing that turns you on <clears throat> just because I don't 
have the same reaction to it to you. I don't want to talk negative about it. I don't want to yuck your yum. But yeah, the, the facial covering is not a part of that look that I find particularly interesting. Well, you know, Sisha made a really good point, And this is why I was kind of sad that, I mean, I'm grateful that she was, uh, you know, uh, co-hosting. It was fantastic. But I'm really sad that I wasn't there to have this conversation with you guys because it was, it was, I mean, I have so many questions for her. Um, but one of the things she said was that um, a lot of our kinks, a lot of our fetishes stem from kind of childhood experiences or past experiences. So we have to be careful with them sometimes being triggering. So I'm not saying that this was a trauma, right? But I do associate, you know, the nylons over the face with criminals and not and unsafety. So that's not going to be a turn on for me. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to trigger thing. you it's just into for a, me personally. It's almost comical, actually. Panic attack, but it's it, yeah, it's going to trigger you know in the in the small t sense a different sort of response in your brain. Absolutely. And yeah, it's going to be uh, almost your Hanna Barbera, Keystone Cops, that kind of comedic burglar. In yes. A, in that sense, yes. yeah. Now. So many, so many jokes have been done with the, uh, with either the, um, the ski mask or the pantyhose and, you know, like you forgot to cut the holes in your ski mask or you chose black pantyhose or it's a, it's a comedy trope. Or, or, which was going to lead me something that actually is perfectly going to lead me into my next point. Or you forgot to cut the holes and you can't fucking breathe. So you pass out. I'm sure I've seen that in a movie somewhere, Yeah, but that's another thing that can actually, someone, um, messaged me sent me a message and made this point about encasement because they heard our episode where we mentioned it um and they said that encasement specifically over the face uh like full body encasement is also sometimes um part of that whole suffocation yeah it uh, plays on the same things as choking yes i know yeah, God, I don't I know, know the verb. I know a lot. I, I feel like I know too many girls who like to be choked, but um, it, you know, yeah, the, the breath play is more common than you'd think. Breath play. That's what I was looking for. Breath play. Yes. Yeah, no, I was that, just telling you. I don't know the verb for it. I can't remember the term, but yes, breath play. So, and and I feel like every kink goes, every fetish goes into. Or can be adjacent to another one that leads us into a whole other world that. Oh, I, breath play I mean, can absolutely be part of the foot fetish community, as I'm sure both of us have been on the opposite sides of, not yes. with each other, but I'm sure you've gagged somebody with your foot, and I've been gagged with a foot. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. One of my favorite things is to um, cover because you know my foot is so wide. I can cover bottom drawer's mouth and pinch his nose at the same time. Yep. And with the right amount of pressure behind him, so if he's laying down or if he's against the wall, I can both uh, inflict some pain on the back of his head and not allow him to breathe. It's also part like kind of like how face sitting, right? I do the same mm-hmm. thing for face sitting. So. And then I force him to smell. There's so many things going on there. Absolutely. Right? So Breath we... play, forced worship, smell. I mean, oh, God, yeah. yeah. I just don't understand how... Um, oh, God. We could do an entire episode themselves. on forced worship and the other um, the other fantasies that come out of the, the foot fetish community. We, You know what? I think that is what we should focus on next. I know we talked about it before we started recording. But I think our next... Um, line of podcast episodes are going to focus on the different ways that we can enjoy feet and not necessarily with just foot worship. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, let's do it. But you um, were something that popped into my head because you said you got a message from, we, we had an episode and you immediately got a message from, and I think that's one of the things that I'm loving as we have been on the air longer and longer and established a community with, with telegram and, make our social media and our email more importantly our email available and possibly the advantage of being on youtube and why i would never want to stop being on youtube even if they'll never monetize us is instant feedback yes and we get very occasionally 
I'll see a YouTube comment that's kind of dick in hand, but usually we get instant and intelligent feedback. I get a lot of that on um, FetLife. Okay, I, now so I don't... The Fet, our FetLife group is going nowhere, but your FetLife followers will DM you. And I get DMs yes. on FetLife about the show as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's considered the source. I'll get something a little more dick in hand, but sometimes I get more often than not, I get really good feedback. Even if it's to say, I love, I love that you talked about this, but sometimes it's a question. Sometimes it's an answer to one of our questions. Mm-hmm. And I do love that instant feedback. And I'm so glad our listeners have gotten, I don't think they ever were not. I think we're just getting more listeners and they're more and more active and they know that we're active because we'll make references back on the show. But one of the comments I did get that was sort of in the realm of the instant feedback, something we used to do and fell away from, is when we were talking about a new uh, fetish, we'd always take a pause and explain a term we used. And I think we need to remember that again. <gasps> we need to remember that our audience does not always oh, know. Oh, gosh. We did now, we, stop we doing that. that one, we just worked that one backwards. We started talking about a concept and eventually we threw the word breath play out. Cool. We, but if at times we've thrown out a term here or there and forgotten that this is, you know, a term our audience might not know or the term we know for something because plenty of other, plenty of things have multiple terminology. So we just need to be aware of that because we're the smart podcast. For the, if we're teaching you something, got to remember that we are teachers. You know, I think that um, maybe subconsciously or, or not, but I think that we stopped doing that because um, a lot of that responses that we were getting and a lot of um, feedback from listeners were from kind of experienced listeners. Mm-hmm. So I think that a little bit, we felt like our audience might've shifted a little as we got bigger um, and that wasn't as necessary, but, but you're right. Somebody that's listening to us for the first time, you know, um, that has not delved into the BDSM world or, more kink yeah. and more fetishes, different fetishes, um, might not know that terminology. And um, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I've, you know, taken it upon myself to learn a little bit more. So I'm not as naive. I'm not as uninformed as I was in the beginning. So I don't have to ask you all these things. Uh, and that's, that's kind of yeah, that's changed where the, that a little bit. That's <laughs> where it was part of our original rhythm and why it kind of fell out. You're absolutely right. Because at the time, I was I was the the grand and all knowing top toes, and uh, I mean you still you still are in a lot of ways. So I mean I still defer back to you on a lot of things. But now that I we'll find the middle ground. We don't need to pedantically teach every concept, but I think we need need to you know think about when we're yeah. Let's keep that in mind for sure for sure. Um, All right, and then the last thing because we're we just we're just about to wrap up here. But the last thing that I wanted to mention before I go is, did you know that IMDB has a way that you can look for different categories of movies? No. So I do for... know that we have an IMDB, which is still strikes me as hysterical. Really? You... Yeah, I think I mentioned it to you. And I think you told me who might have started it. I don't think it was bot created. I think somebody started it. Uh, I do believe it's incomplete, but... uh, Did you also know that somebody has swiped dozens of my pictures and started a wiki feed? I'm on wiki feed. And I actually... I think in terms of wiki feed, it's not exactly swiping, but... I mean... No, I have... Somebody started my own little profile thing on wiki feed. Like, like they uploaded a shit ton of my pictures and... um, my my name on there like i mean just search wiki feet any and you'll see a bunch of shit that i did not do right so i've actually i'm in the process of getting control of that profile and uh you know thanks for whoever did that mm-hmm. um and um okay but imdb i they have a section called pantyhose slash nylons heavy shows and movies and it gives you a list of all the shows and movies that you can watch that have, you know, pantyhose slash nylons heavy, heavy, uh, I don't know, actresses and nylons, I guess, whatever yeah. scenes. Yeah. So um, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty funny. And we'll go over them when maybe when we do our feet in film 
thing. Absolutely. Um, but that's pretty cool. Uh, definitely a lot of the older movies. I don't see too many new ones. So, No, unfortunately, I think in a Hollywood sense, Pantyhose Nylons tends to come across 70s, 80s. Now, you know what I did want to do? Um, I want, I would like to have, I know we're over our pantyhose block, but uh, we didn't get to have um, D traveling investor on our show. And she's a flight attendant. And I'd like to have an episode on, I don't know, the, the fetishizing flight attendants. I, yes. Their feet, their shoes, their legs, their outfits, everything about them is fetishized. Well, then therefore it doesn't have to truly exist in our um, nylons block. It just, it's its own concept. You know, the fetishization of flight attendants, definitely real, definitely pervasive and absolutely foot related or at least partially foot related and therefore worth us talking about. So, so I think we will. Yeah. I know we've, um, we've been talking to her. We just haven't gotten dates lined up. Yeah, I know. That's my fault. Because then I well, went into also, my, I went into my, you know, my personal life hole and then never came out. So, yeah. And also, she's a flight attendant. Is she going to be able to join us from Dubai or do we have to wait until she lands stateside again? Oh, she'll, she'll, you know, she'll make, she'll make time wherever she's at. So, yeah. Well, that's excellent. So, yeah. All right. And on that note, um, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, I missed you. Uh, I missed, I missed you Top too. Toes. I missed our uh, fans. Um, I apologize for the cats, the birds, and the, the coughing screaming and the neighbors. Right. The sniffling. The No ice this time. No, no, ice. no, no ice noises. You're no coughing, noises. my sniffling, uh, wildlife aplenty. You'd think I lived in the jungle. Right. Um, and my neighbors, you know, it's middle of the day, so our neighbors are out screaming. And it's also, and... I mean, you know, we don't like to be, time, to punch ourselves into a time because you can listen. But as we're recording this, we are right in the midst of the uh, 4th of July holiday week. So, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. everyone's home, all the kids are home, and so there's a lot of noise all the time. And it's happy noises, I love to hear it. I just, we do not have our own private recording studio. I like to record comf- comfortably, so I'm on my husband's gaming station. Um, and even though that's TMI, you know, you just got to know we're, we're real, we're human, and um, we love you for loving us for that. So, for those of you listening to this first run. We will wish you a happy Canada Day or and or happy Independence Day or an enjoyable beginning of July if you're not in North America. And for those of you masturbating to our voices this whole time? Despite our congestion? Maybe they're yeah. masturbating to our congestion. Maybe they're into, you know, breath play that way. Bringing it back to breath play. Well, <laughs> if you have been, as always, you're welcome. <laughs> Very welcome. Bye. Bye.